welcome back everybody to the ghost station podcast the number one podcast in the world i'm here with my lovely co-host keshvar i of course am Arya. and first of all we have some something very exciting to celebrate keshvar what is that it's episode 52 as in 52 weeks as in one year of ghost station that's pretty exciting i mean this was our covid baby yeah that's true. We started this podcast as a fun thing to do together. Um, and we were talking about doing it for a while before that, too. So if you've been around for 52 episodes, congratulations. Yeah, you're awesome. Also, let us know, because that would be pretty cool to know. I wonder if anybody's listened to all 52. I, yeah. I certainly haven't. <laughs> I mean... I've only talked for all 52. <laughs> I've only talked for all 52, but yeah, I haven't listened to every 52. <laughs> But if you even listen to one or it's your first time here, welcome. You listeners are always a great joy. Is that the right word? Yes. We are always happy to get new listeners, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um, and if you are new, you can follow us on Instagram or you can send us voice notes on Anchor. Um, we'd love to hear from you guys and as always you know it's super fun to interact and just know more yeah so this week we wanted to talk to you guys about a topic that I guess we've already sort of talked about a little bit in the past but recently this past Friday it was Earth Day Mm -hmm. so we thought that you know even though we've sort of talked about a similar topic before um, we could just talk about it once again, very briefly, um, talk about some of the ways that are like super simple, easy ways that you can just reduce your carbon footprint and help make the earth a better place. Yeah. I mean, we need that. Arya's new uh, workplace is very... Yeah, my new workplace is very um, environmentally focused. We have a very like ambitious and clear environmental mission, uh, which is to re-green the world. So... It's sort of a lot more on my attention nowadays than it maybe was in the past. Although I would say that it's something that I've always sort of known about and thought about. And I mean, we had an episode, I don't know how long ago, probably. I think it was episode three or four. Yeah, like episode three or four. So literally at the beginning of when we started our podcast, well before I got my job, we were already doing a lot of this stuff. But yeah, but these are just some things that anybody can do and um you know, you might think that these are small things. So like, what's the, uh, like, it's not going to make a difference, but actually it, it does make a difference. Um, I wish I had like the numbers to help convince people that it makes a difference, but I don't have those numbers today. Um, well, I think it's just like a very simple thing where you realize that, you know, every small action in your life, how much it influences you when someone does something for you or against you. And also how that plays out just in your world and how you experience the world and it's the same thing i think just like being there showing an example of something changing one aspect of your lifestyle may influence someone else around you and i think we underestimate the power of like a single action or a single person doing something small and how it can actually have like that ripple effect so if you've been thinking about it, this is your sign. Yeah. So let's go through some of the uh, some of the ways that that we do that we do to 
to reduce our carbon footprint and like some super straightforward, simple stuff. Number one, I would say thing we do is that we use reusable bags when we go shopping. We have everywhere. But yeah, any kind of shopping, basically. Anything that requires us to like use a bag that would normally have been traditionally a plastic or paper bag. Mm -hmm. I guess paper is not as bad, but you know, still. Paper is not bad, but I mean, you're still still, taking a new resource. Exactly, right? But like when you get something reusable and you can just keep reusing it over and over and over again, um, you're making a huge difference in terms of how much carbon you're... um, you're reducing it like how much of your footprint you're reducing because well, each of those plastic is, bags are a lot yeah sorry go ahead funny thing is i actually remember reading a little while back about how um breaking down what type of bag it is like what material the bag itself is made out of and how long the lifespan of that bag is makes a huge impact because you know if it was created using toxic materials or toxic kind of environments and it's very cheap low quality and doesn't have a good lifespan it's almost worse than a plastic bag yeah yeah and i mean depending on how much of these like uh plastics are used in these reusable bags like you need to reuse them a certain amount of times to even break even on the amount of carbon you're saving like you have to like break even and then from that point on you're you're reducing your carbon footprint yeah so be aware of that I, i think you know like a lot of the time you'll just buy like an Ikea dollar bag or something. But a really cool thing you can maybe do is if you're like into it um, or you know someone who can help you is, you know, one of my favorite bags is one that one of my good friends actually sewed for me out of like just fabric that she had. And it was just extra kind of yeah unused fabric. Is whether that it's the, like, the light beige one? It's the, yeah, the white one. Yeah. Whoever made that, I appreciate you as well. Yeah, and so just taking like the time to see what's around you and if you can repurpose it into a bag or um, make it yourself, that's pretty cool as well. Um, because I think the first part of anything is understanding that we say the word reuse, reduce, recycle. Yeah. And a lot of us just jump to recycle. But the yeah. first step is reusing what you have and trying to like, mitigate what you're throwing out exactly yeah that's like your number one thing is can i reuse this and then if that answer is no then okay can i recycle this yeah um yeah so that was number one uh what's another thing we do kashra um or what's another thing that people should do yeah on the act of like reusing i take any kind of containers and stuff as well like if you do take out and i generally try to like if they're like the black ones those are actually really not great for the environment so to just take those and throw that out is pretty bad so if you can reduce the kind of impact of that by reusing it making sure you know um you kind of are aware of when you're even eating out and stuff and how or what they use to package it a lot of places actually and this is something we haven't had the chance to try because covid has been a thing but i think as things open up more and more um they used to do it pre-covid where you could take your own containers to stores. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, certain stores. And they'll, like, do your your takeout in that. Or, like, refillable coffee. Or, mm, like, you cool. know, just ways in which, even though you're doing it from an external source, instead of getting them to kind of waste any kind of takeout box on you or mugs and stuff, it's just something that you're aware of. I guess those were like a few different things together. It was like two, three, four, but 
Um, but related, closely related. related. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So just like reusing the containers again and again to get the same takeout would be a great way to do it. Um, or even like for me, I plant um, my new little seedlings. Yeah, that's actually funny enough. That's one of the best ways to reduce your carbon footprint is by planting a veggie garden or any kind of garden, really. But I think veggie gardens are very good because not only are you creating new plant life, which is creating um, oxygen, which is good, mm -hmm. and eating the carbon dioxide, which is bad. Mm -hmm. I mean, which is good for us that they do that. Mm -hmm. You're also getting veggies from them. Yeah. So and it's pretty great. Plant friends, you know? Yeah. That's awesome. We love that. Yeah. And so I think like, you know, taking something like a yogurt container or even tin cans, um, instead of going out and buying new plastic pots, um, I usually do that. And I know a lot of people can feel like that feels cheap or it comes off as you being like frugal and stuff. But um, the one thing that's really interesting is like being environmental is a perception thing. So if you want to be cool and hip and care about other people's judgments, you're not really doing anything for yourself. You're doing it for the sake of, you know, them kind of thinking of you. Whereas when you just do it for the impact it can create and how good you feel about that action you take. Mm -hmm. And can I butt in for a second and say, since when is caring for the environment not a cool thing? I know, but some people would be like, you know. Climate change is a hoax. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess it's also just like, um, I gave somebody like um, plants in a old milk carton and it was like not completely straight and stuff. And I, I had like kind of that internal judgment of them being like, oh, why is she not just giving it to us in like, you know, a nice container and stuff. But it was what I had. It was what I was trying to like give a second purpose to and make sure that it was, you know, just used in a way that allowed it Reused. to, yeah, before it was recycled um, yeah, to get, serve a purpose. Yeah, get more use out of your products before you recycle them. Yeah, and so I think if you can just be creative, a lot of the times you can do DIY projects with them. You can find ways in which you can, like, you know, um, even share stuff with friends. Like, you know, if you're giving away something and you don't want it anymore, like share it with somebody else, give it a second life, and um, even even selling it if, if that comes to If it's, like, something kind of nice, if it's just not something you like, or it's a little older, mm -hmm. just giving it that second life through um, someone else's repurposing of it. But yeah, I think that's a, that's my tip is just really focus on how you can give something a second life. And if it's possible, even something that may look like garbage could actually be really useful in yeah. any way. Yeah. Okay, next one. Um, this one is a really fun activity that you can do, particularly around the Earth earth day week because mm. that's when all the uh, all the thing is right the theme of it is that although you um, can do it anytime you can do it anytime but garbage sure. garbage picking um it's surprisingly fun like some of you may hear that and go like oh ew like who wants to go you know walk around picking up garbage everywhere but i mean if you think about it you go somewhere in your community right go somewhere like a park or and take friends take friends go to some area that is part of your community is an area you care about but it's an area that it maybe is a little neglected, has a lot of litter and stuff. You can feel so good about yourself by, you know, just cleaning up a bunch of that litter. You take some trash cans, you take some plastic gloves, 
you know, or or not if you don't want to. But you know, I, I like having like gloves. A little garbage picker from Dollarama, even if yeah. you're gonna keep doing that consistently. Yeah, exactly, and it's super fun. You can make a game out of it. Um, you can take pictures afterwards and post it. Um, that'll give you make a lot like of clout. Make it a challenge. Yeah, that's what I've actually tried to do at my workplace. I've tried to encourage all of my coworkers to go garbage picking this weekend and send pictures. Um, so we'll see how many actually do that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to maybe make some time to go tomorrow <laughs> and do it as well. Um, what's another thing? You can you can also just do it like by yourself. I think. I mean, I've done it um, on the past where I've just gone on walks. Like as I'm walking, I just have a very small bag, and it doesn't have to be a large thing because mm-hmm. you know you're kind of doing it as a secondary piece. And- you know what this reminds me of. When we were in Mexico, yeah. we would go in the mornings to sit by the beach and watch the sunrise. Yeah. I mean, most days we would miss the sunrise. We'd get there after, a- after the sunrise, day. but whatever. There's There was always a lady that would be walking with uh, a small dog. And she would just be walking across the beach, picking up trash as she's walking along. And then she'd get to the trash can at the end of the beach, throw it out, and then continue her walk with her dog. Yeah. And, and it was like just a part of her walk. So if you're not going to be doing anything anyways... Just taking a moment to being aware of your surroundings. uh, Yeah, like, I don't think she went to walk with the intention of picking up garbage. It was like, she's going on her walk anyway. And it was her community. It was an area she cared about. Mm -hmm. And she saw garbage everywhere. So she just cleaned up as she went along. Love that. That's awesome. I think it's all about your mindset. Like, you can't go in with, like, I pay taxes, so I shouldn't be doing this because... You're also littering and creating garbage. And though you may not be doing it, there are other people who are doing that. And to be a part of a community means to give back in certain ways. Exactly. So (laughs) finding the time to do that means a lot more than just like, you know, doing something that's someone's job. Because if you do that, you make it, if it's like a park area, like kids can play better and have. Oh my God, I'm sorry. I can't believe that just happened. How unprofessional. <laughs> and have a, Makes us look like amateurs. <laughs> <laughs> and have a space that's cleaner than it was yesterday. Um, and I think, like, it's really fun when you take, like, you know, family or friends with you. And you can play music. You can have conversations. You can find new areas that you get to explore together. Um, so there's lots of opportunity there. And I just think it takes being open to it and making like even 15 minutes everyone has that to just share Mm -hmm. another way that you can reduce your carbon footprint this may be hard for some individuals and maybe easier for others but you can try to reduce the amount of meat you eat Mm -hmm. and the reason for that is um the industrial animal uh farming scene is a little unfortunate at the moment and um there's so many it's not very ethical they have like for example like with beef farms they have thousands and thousands of cows in these really tiny spots they're all just producing methane which is not great for for the environment for the atmosphere um and these are things that are that are damaging our planet so if if everybody in the world just reduced their their meat intake by like you know i don't know couple of days every just, month yeah even. just yeah just reduce it by a little bit if everybody was able to reduce by a little bit it would make a huge difference in terms of how much you know methane and a bunch of other you know co2 other gases are going into our 
into our atmosphere. I know. And ever since Arya started living with me, he's definitely like been more of the- I have unintentionally and regrettably reduced my meat intake quite a bit <laughs> regrettably? By, by living with Keshvar. I mean, it's not so regrettable for the environment, but it is very <laughs> regrettable for my stomach and my happiness. <laughs> but I've learned to love tofu. It can be good. I've seen the lights. Butter chicken? Uh-uh. Give me some butter tofu. <laughs> know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think there's alternatives to a lot of things out there. Um, if you have, I know a lot of us make like excuses over, especially things like meals. If you live at home, if you're like, you know, a student or someone, uh, budgets, different things where you're just like, oh, I'm not in charge of my diet so much. Um, even taking like one diet a week and changing that to something you're in charge of can make a difference as well as make you feel more in control of your decisions in your day to day and how you're living your life. Yeah. So yeah, so that'll be easier for some people, I think, and maybe harder for some of the meat lovers out there. But if you can do it, it would help. I think it's actually like something that's becoming more and more socially popular as well. Where it's like you're you're vegan, like it's a cool thing now. Um, I know, right? It's so weird. A few years ago, it was so... I mean, honestly, I'm not going to lie. When somebody says they're vegan, I still have those like little judgments that come into my head when I'm like... <laughs> Really? You're just depriving yourself of all happiness in life. That's so drastic. You're a drama queen. I am a drama queen, I guess. But but it is like, you know, some people just care about it and they care about the food they eat a lot and they don't want to give up flavors and things. And, you know, that's everyone has their own yeah. way of living, which is fine. But I, I respect everyone that. can make room for change. And like Arya said, even like the smallest change by a few people will impact yeah if everybody is able to just help a little bit you don't have to go vegetarian just if you eat meat every day of the week try only having meat six days a week Mm -hmm. and see how you feel see if you can you know maybe two days off from meat you know like a little step like that would help if everybody did it yeah and on that note growing your own food is a huge thing going back like to the veggie garden even growing a few like handfuls of food for yourself that's pretty awesome and it helps you a lot more because a lot of the time the food we eat has a lot of chemicals mm-hmm. where it's like pesticides or or even the seeds like from seed it's treated with a certain kind of chemical or way of being produced or even the packaging of that food um so just the way like we consume our food and purchase our food is a huge part so if you can Spend a little bit of time and money to set yourself up with, you know, like a nice green space where you're growing like tomato plants are super easy to grow. You can go to the store when like it's a little warmer. I think already they're out there, but like seedlings are out there and you can buy them pretty much ready. If you don't want to grow them yourself, you just plant them in a pot and uh, water them and sunshine them. And if you don't have sunshine and love them. And you can get like grow lights. There's a ton, a ton, a ton of information out there. Remember, kids, the secret ingredient is always love. It is. And (laughs) yeah, just grow your own little garden patch and see what comes out. It's a really fun experiment. Like I remember as a kid, used to be taught like grow the bean plant and see where it it goes and the roots and everything. And it's pretty magical seeing how much work goes into one plant, you know, creating all this food for you. It is, yeah. So 
Um, if you have the chance to experiment and have the time to do that, I think that's a super fun way to generate a healthier lifestyle as well as a uh, yeah. lower your carbon footprint. And I think maybe we can just end up with one more. And this is what I feel like is probably the most important one mm -hmm. is educate the people in your life, educate the people that are close to you about climate change. You know, if they don't believe in climate change or if they don't understand just how dire the situation is, like, please educate them. But, you know, you also don't want to give them a sense of hopelessness because that doesn't encourage any action either. So, you know, while you're educating them about how serious the issue is, you can also educate them about all the little different ways that they can actually make a difference, you know, and if they then also end up educating their own friends, you know, it, it's just, it's, it's a snowball effect, right? It's like a, wi a wildfire. Yeah. On that note, I have a public challenge to make for you. Oh, hell yeah. Tell you, find a way to make your family separate their garbages to give them the knowledge and understanding of how to separate your green bin, your garbage from each other, um, and see if they'll do that. Yeah, that'll be my challenge. But yeah, I think have conversations about it and share more and uh, let us know what your thoughts are. If you do anything special, what your biggest impact makers have been, um, and as always, we hope you have a amazing week. Bye, friends. Catch you next week. Thanks for listening.